थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन टू ग्रीन गॉसिप पॉडकास्ट बाय द डिस्पोजल कंपनी पावर्ड बाय वैनिटी वैगन एट ग्रीन गॉसिप वी टेक स्टोरी टेलिंग रूट टू सस्टेनेबिलिटी वी एक्सप्लोर चाइल्डहुड मेमोरीज एजुकेशन वर्क एक्सपीरियंसेस फैमिली वैल्यूज एंड मोर दैट हैव हेल्प्ड शेप द सस्टेनेबिलिटी विजन ऑफ पीपल बिहाइंड योर फेवरेट ब्रांड्स टुडे वी हैव विद अस फ्रॉम द सोल्ड स्टोर the co-founder Rohin Samtane the soul store is a streetwear brand that celebrates pop culture and nostalgia their graphic tees and accessories feature fan favorite characters and iconic designs so let me quickly welcome Rohin on green gossip podcast so thank you Rohin for joining me today for this conversation thank you for having me Okay brilliant so Rohan uh, like i mentioned we are going to be talk we are going to talk about sustainability about your vision and you know just where this the thought process comes from so let's you know first start with your childhood so i know that you know you grew up in bombay uh, you also spent some time of your life in bangalore aurangabad now these are all very different places uh, you know and they have a very different flavor as to how people think how people behave so while growing up what you know was your thought process about sustainability or environment or just anything under that umbrella and what helped you form your thought process okay um honestly growing up like i'm 34 years old now so like growing up my childhood there wasn't a lot of talk about sustainability and that that awareness wasn't really in play that that wasn't the case so growing up i don't think there was a lot of it i think the only thing very organically without any conversation that maybe me and my family are like is just we consume less in life we are like minimal kind of souls in that sense so maybe that was the only impact we had i had growing up uh, in terms of sustainability and how i'm kind of impacting the environment and anything around me um but as i like now that i'm like i think in the last 5 years that's been the case where this talk has been very much in the mainstream and that's why you start to become very conscious about the little things that you do in your daily life uh, right from like today i was going to i wanted coffee i'm like should i get the office coffee or should i order from blue tokai and i'm like i don't want to swiggy this because it's a carbon footprint thing so let me just have the office coffee because i'll carry mine um it's it's the small things like that in the last 5 years these are the, these are the small things that i would kind of do to um make whatever little impact in my corner of the world i guess okay uh, that's very interesting but uh, i noticed that you know you you and uh, even right now like you know how you said that you thought about it that if you should order or you know if you should uh, just you know maybe have coffee uh, in office also we had this one conversation uh, in your office when you just told me about all the things that you want to do does it not get overwhelming it gets overwhelming for sure and i realized and i like what i've realized about anything to do with sustainability is like this 0 to 100 is not going to just happen like and that 100 also kind of keeps changing in a lot of cases actually we're not going to hit the 100 like for example we are an apparel brand and we don't control the entire supply chain end of things only for me to go impact the farmer is an and kind of right like for me to be accountable for like right till the origin of like where like the farmer is and the house of cotton is kind of coming to me 
is i don't think i'll be able to do this at all if i don't completely vertically integrate um so i know that that 100 is not completely achievable so but i know consistency in make like effort is um what i am in for in like in uh in this respect basically uh, so does that's why i'm like taking it one step at a time i'm like what are the small things i can do can those small things be scaled and i'll scale those smaller things as much as they can um a lot of it needs to also be i'm keeping my eye on it can't damage business in the sense that i'm not it stops making like unit economic sense you know if it stops doing that like then the business doesn't exist then what am i going to do anything with all this kind of influence that i have okay so see again you bring for you brought forth a very important point which was about uh, you know sustainability making business sense but uh, and you know for it to make sense at unit econ- economic level does it ever make sense at unit unit economic level especially like you know maybe when you're in a growth phase or when you know you're scaling so uh, and i why i ask this is because a lot of companies today actually struggle and they're on the fence about yeah. becoming sustainable or not so what would you, what is your opinion on that what would you say so it honestly depends on the business like it depends on the margins that you have right like a luxury brand has higher margins than we do and like stuff like that for example our margins are not as high like our average selling price of a product is like 700 bucks uh you know how much can i do within that like if i start going into like every detail of the product that i'm creating the cogs is not going to make sense so there i feel like it's a there is some way to go i don't think it's never going to happen i feel it's not going to it's not possible right now in terms of like that product that i'm shipping out that product, that just those joggers or those t-shirts that people are buying i don't think they're going to be 100% sustainable anytime soon um what then i'm like where can i make impact then i can start making impact in like hey like the the carbon basically the carbon footprint from my warehouse to um the customer or the packaging that's being used can i make impact there those are much smaller i get it but i feel like it's something and not it's better than nothing absolutely i absolutely agree uh, you know these small steps are the only things that are going to make sense in the long run as well and they they're the ones that are going to lead you somewhere uh, but you know uh, i think our uh, conversation again went into more business side let me just uh, divert it a little more again to your yeah. personal sustainability vision so you switched to becoming a vegetarian why was that like why and where did that uh, even thought come from I mean there are two reasons for that and the second one is like more sustainability related because I know the impact that like for example poultry has on the environment I think it's the second or third largest contributor um but the first one for me was just animal cruelty which I wanted to kind of not do so for me that was the big reason where I don't want to I don't I don't think it's worth killing an animal for my meal um so yeah that was those are the two reasons though okay okay 
it's brilliant and you know i especially want to highlight that the best part about this conversation is how raw and realistic uh, you know you are uh, because it's very important to stay realistic especially you know when you are leading an organization you are leading a brand uh, so you know to have that clarity on hey this is what we are doing and you know this is where we are at right now and this is where we want to go and that clearly reflects you know in how you talk about these things so so yeah and i, I think that that's absolutely brilliant um so so rohan also like you know let's maybe uh, talk about talk a little about what are the things that you know you're currently doing in your brand uh, on a more uh, visible side of sustainability like you know what are some things that maybe you would want your customers to know about um two three things um for the last two three years i think we've eliminated plastic from our and i'm going to be transparent about this plastic from our packaging that the customers receive earlier that was all plastic and i think a lot of brands currently you get your orders in those light gray colored plastic bags um we've eliminated that and in the couple of years costed us extra but that's fine i feel like people have really complimented us on our packaging not like not only about the fact that it doesn't have any plastic but also they just love the design and our butter paper and like all of that so any basically on the delivery end of things like the packaging end of things there's no plastic that is there maybe there'll be maybe a 0.5% of plastic here and there because like for example we ship perfumes and perfumes require a little bit of like that foam uh that needs for the bottle not to break we're still figuring how to do that but um is almost eliminated so that's on the plastic like that's on the packaging end of things now i know we still use plastic like on our in our devandi warehouse basically there's so much dust in that area that i can't just stack t-shirts and products up just like that in the racks like customers will return all of those products saying this is extremely dirty um we're thinking we are looking for alternatives there uh, we've tried a couple of alternatives as well for example we tried the cornstarch packaging but it was too flimsy it was just tearing very easily so we are like it's not it's not working for us we've tried that a couple of times in the past uh the other way we are trying is can we use even better plastics to plastic to store our products which can be reused four or five times instead of using it once if we can using it four or five times even though it's more expensive starts to make financial sense um that's the other way that we're thinking and the third thing is like can all of it just be paper based uh it's a little bit of a logistical problem in a sense and there are many factors to this for example a lot of our products come from uh, outsourced manufacturers and they and that education and like that kind of will needs to kind of be translated over there to make this happen so this is many moving parts over here in terms of packaging and storage of our products but what we do with the plastic that we use currently let's say all of this plastic that's there in our warehouse which let's say stored in a plastic but we remove that plastic put it in the packaging and ship it that plastic that is there it's very difficult to reuse it because it's quite thin um but we store all of that plastic and twice a month we work with this organization called Gurdi Connect there actually uh, they've renamed themselves to Recircle I think um and it all like I think every month we give around I don't know the exact number but around a thousand kgs of plastic uh to them and they kind of make various things out of it right from like pellets and like I think at one point they were also making roads with that kind of mixture um 
and we do that not only from a warehouse even at a stored plastic is collected even at a manufacturing unit plastic is collected and is kind of translated and is collected and from one place it's kind of shipped out to this organization that kind of helps us reuse that or upcycle that plastic that's the second thing that we do uh the third what we are what uh, happens is we have a lot because in apparel company there's a lot of they call it chindi fabric it is really small pieces of fabric that you really can't do anything about if there are bigger pieces of fabric we try and make like what we started to do is with our bigger pieces of uh, men and women kind of t-shirts for example the bigger pieces actually we've been able to make kids products out of them so that's great because they are using that fabric or one end of that fabric which would have gotten kind of wasted but with this really small pieces of plastic it gets donated and that within bhivandi where our manufacturing is uh, it gets donated uh, to these to like these set of people who kind of put it through a machine and actually then they make cotton out of it again so it's a full mush and mash they kind of do with it and then it's reused basically so eventually that also that small pieces of cloth are also used so these are the three four things that we are currently doing um, in terms of like sustainability i guess okay in various fields that's actually quite brilliant and i think your customers would be really happy to know that you're already doing so many things and uh, i'm very uh, i i think i'm very confident in the fact that going forward you will close all these loops and create a truly circular and sustainable brand uh, like any last words rohan and you know anything that you want uh, again like you know where is this uh, like what do you envision for the future um i feel like for us to for organizations to truly make this happen i think there needs to be some regulation level change i know this is very this might really damage the business that we do but i feel like eventually it might stabilize and even the cost might start to make sense uh i think that's the like really impactful way for this to kind of happen and happen faster the other thing i think with any kind of sustainability i think what i've learned i'm just going to relay that um is my mindset earlier was very can i do it this can this happen 100% if i'm not doing it 100% then what's the point uh but i switched that thing in my head to make it like this is a process this is going to take time and you it needs just consistent effort to kind of keep bettering yourself or keep making what some level of impact rather than nothing that's where i'm at okay Thank you so much Rohan this has been brilliant thank you for joining us for Keen Gossip podcast Well folks that's a wrap for today's episode we hope that you too are motivated to become a sustainability champion so do your bit share the link to this episode with your friends and family help us spread the word every weekend we'll be bringing to you the human side of sustainability with a new story So be sure to follow the Disposal Company on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube. Once again, thanks for listening. Let's heal the planet together.